Welcome back to the DFF Degenerates podcast, where the boys break down your weekly strategy to take down the field in your favorite DraftKings contests. The boys break down player strategies, lineup stacking, and everything in between. So let's pass it on over to the boys for this week's episode of DFF Degenerates. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Week 10, we are here. Tour once again behind the boards for you. It's the DFF Degenerates podcast, boys. I'm joined once again with my friends, D-Mills. What's up, babies? And Ouch. Sup. All right, boys. Uh, I feel like we could do a podcast by itself for how much we could cuss about week nine. Um, but we'll leave it to just a short segment. Um, let's hear it, boys. I'll let you guys kick it off. Why, gonna, why are we cussing? I'm just going to. Week nine was wild. It is what it is. Like some of the shit that hit. So that's not even why I cuss. Is uh, it's more football related. It's my my Bills putting up six points. Like you're against Jacksonville. You're not a you're not a Super Bowl contender if you do that kind of thing. Now I know this is a week to week league. Um, Tennessee has losses to and the Jets have two wins over two teams that are five and three and seven and two. When the Bengals and the t- Titans. So like I understand it's a week to week league, but. You don't go to Jacksonville and put that kind of game up. Let your defense hold them to nine points and still lose. Like, that's that's pathetic, and um, they better fucking come out a lot better this week, looking a lot better. They have the Jets. That team, like I said, can beat good teams. They've already done it. Tennessee might be a top-five team in the in the league, and they beat them. So um, I just – I was distraught. Like, I, And I, I even lost money this week in DFS, but I was distraught more over the Bills losing to Jacksonville. Like, I just thought that was a done deal, and let's move on. Derek wears those colors proudly, yeah, and dude. that week he was not wearing them proudly. Everybody coming up to him, and I, I get this a lot. I wear a lot of Green Bay shit. You know, hey, what happened to your bills? Oh, oh that, like, me. yeah, let's rehash that. Yeah. I, I actually, you know what? Are you my therapist? Because I'm about to fucking bust your ass <laughs> here in a minute. <laughs> now I want to brag on the Packers. Call they the uh, they scored seven points <laughs> this weekend, and uh, you know, it it may not seem like it was. It wasn't that bad, you know, starting a backup quarterback. But, you know, we're playing Kansas City. Kansas City's kind of poo-poo right now. Um, and we had no game plan on walking in there. And um, Kansas City just blitzed the shit out of Jordan Love, and we could not. We had no answer to that. Um, otherwise, I think we probably actually could have won that game with a backup quarterback. Well, that's the shitty part is, like, what day was it that Rodgers ruled out? Um, I think it was, like, Wednesday. It was after the – the Pat McAfee podcast. Yeah, so you gotta like you gotta like change your entire game plan. It's it's yeah. it's it's tough, man. Everything that you you've game plan for, you game plan for Rodgers to be the quarterback, and you just either you keep the game plan and with a quarterback that's not Rodgers, and you hope for the best, or you know you you get sometimes you get fun. shellac. Sometimes you just don't score points, and that's what happened. Yeah, famous Tom Tom Moore quote. He's uh, Peyton Manning's old offensive coordinator at the Colts. And he, they always asked, they asked him one time, like, hey, why don't you ever get your uh, backup in there and give him some reps? He goes, because that would mean we were fucked. And we don't, and we don't, yeah, if we lose Peyton, we're fucked. We don't play, we don't practice fucked. (laughs) You know, that's not how we play. And, you know, sometimes when you lose your starting quarterback, you want a backup because in this league, you just never know, especially with COVID going around. You never know when you're going to miss a quarterback for a game. And you just hope that sometimes you have a better game plan than scoring seven points against Kansas City. I at least thought it was going to be a 30 to 40 to 20 game or something like that. You know, not seven points uh, in like the fourth quarter we finally scored. Yeah, it was bad, dude. 
So, anyways, that's why I cussed. I actually did pretty good. I, I min-cashed, so I got all my money back. Just got it all back. Um, and actually, just like one good tournament. For, good for the hooch. Good for the hooch. And one lineup. That I, in fact, uh, did not min-cash. Um, and, like, I, I kind of want to go over my process, because we were just talking about it off-pod, about how we like to um, just kind of pinpoint you know, four or so games and build our stacks. Me and Derek are big uh, 20 lineup maxers, um, and, and we're definitely hand builders. So we like to pick, you know, about four games that we like to stack and go from there. If those four games go off, all right, then now it's just... All my lineups have a chance. All my lineups have a chance. If, if they, they don't, don't go off... None of my lineups have a chance. <laughs> and in the case of week nine, I had about 75% of my lineups not go off. Um, I had my Herbert, Herbert lineups did well. My Lamar lineups did well. Um, but I had a lot of Dallas. Putting that money back in the ecosystem, baby. Right. You guys yep. are welcome. Yeah, you're welcome we'll come for the rake. We'll, come yep. get it well, yeah, we'll be back for it. Don't worry. Just, just keep it there it as was, a savings account. It was a weird-ass week to where your lineup could hit. 130 140 bucks and you could actually probably win some lower entry uh yeah, tournaments some low stakes or you, stuff. And you could definitely double up for sure um it was a weird week a lot of people had buffalo a lot of people had dallas a lot of people had a bunch of these teams that just shit the fucking bed joe burrow you know there was a lot of those stacks that just mm -hmm. went to the fucking bottom and you know you you might have been good if you yeah, played any I, of the anything else. It happens. <laughs> it I had happens. a lot of Landry. I had a lot of Amari Cooper, but on the other side of my lineups, the other fifty percent had a lot of Justin Jefferson. Had a lot of Keenan Allen. So those lineups perpetually did well, um, but it was the other ones that hurt really bad. Um, I found I myself. You, I told you the Vikings suck. <laughs> I found myself at least in. Um, in showdowns, I've started get creeping back up um, to doing a lot better. My showdown lineups, you know, weeks five, six, and seven were pretty rough, but we're on the we're on the uptick again. Um, it's just the only thing I'm making money in right now. Yeah, is showdowns. yeah, it's Crazy, really just dude. fixing my process and stuff like that. I find myself, you know, before lock, just kind of like throwing together like not positive EV lineups just so i can throw in the 10 cent and 25 cent games and things like that and i'm just i'm just burning that money you know instead of just taking the time and and instead of just thinking it through yeah you know so that's what that's where i'm at um we're on the week 10 obviously week nine was a bummer we're for on, me but we're on the week 10 well it's kind of a good transition i mean you were talking yeah. about showdown we want to hit on that a little bit more because we know the boys enjoy yeah, let's the showdown talk because First, first things first. Yes. The first game of this week is a showdown. Yes. Who we got? Uh, it's uh, it's Baltimore at Miami. You know, so a lot okay. of people like are, are gonna be are gonna be scared of that Miami side of the game. Um, Baltimore, Miami's defense is bad, dude, and they are they are a they are a funnel, right? Mm -hmm. um, but Baltimore has the ability to beat them both through the air and and on the ground. But it's too hard to pick those Baltimore running backs. I mean, you're going to have to. There's going to be somebody you're going to have to snag from that group. Mm. But um, I like the Miami passing side. They like to throw the ball. Uh, Baltimore is worse against the pass than they are against the run. They've had some injuries in the, in the secondary, of course. Um, 
And I expect Miami to be down. So I think I'll have a lot of the Miami side of this, a lot of 4-2 Miami, a lot of – I might even – you know, because what I like to do in, in shit like this is uh, we talk about it all the time. I want to be different, and I'm going to play first place. And a 5-1 Miami stack with maybe bringing Lamar by himself as the only Baltimore player I think is a good way for I'm going to go this week. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think I that's a, that's a good – That's definitely a good strategy. I mean, a lot of people – I mean, Lamar, let's be real here, even sitting at 20,000, uh, over 20,000, he's – going to be heavily owned at the captain spot rightfully so dude's dude's probably in the in the running right now for the mvp a guy we weren't even talking about three weeks ago but when you look at the slate he's he's priced like it but when you look at the slate like he's the guy you when you think okay who who can lead the slate in point who's the most opportunity to lead the slate in points lamar jackson lamar jackson right so So. and he probably will lead this game in points but But i don't think but you got but there is a salary involved i don't think you need him in the captain like you were saying so you were getting that so here's here's actually where i think just explode (laughs) so here's actually where you're gonna split with how many people well here's where i think i'm going to get weird with it is i am going to play lamar jackson at captain um and i think i'm going to run like a 4-2 4-2 Miami stack, but still have Lamar captain, or even a 5-1 just with Lamar captain, because I think a lot of people, I saw this a couple weeks ago, was it two weeks ago with that KC showdown, that I didn't want to personally be on Tyreek because he was most expensive at captain. So I went to Kelsey, who was cheaper, and it let me fit, you know, a higher guy, not a min price guy at the very bottom. But once that game locked, Tyreek was less owned at captain than Tyreek, or Tyreek was less owned at captain than Travis Kelsey was. And it was for that savings. And I think what you're going to find is I think you're going to find a lot of Marquise Brown at captain with Lamar at flex because you're going to save mm, six some odd thousand dollars. Or Mark Andrews. Or Mark Andrews. Whereas if you play Lamar at captain and then you play Marquise or Mark Andrews, and those are the only two that you play from Baltimore, you have no and money. then you onslaught the rest of Miami, I w- I wouldn't you don't mind, need a lot of money. I wouldn't mind Tucker there either. If you're going to do Lamar captain, I wouldn't mind yeah, Tucker you could, you could go Lamar captain and Tucker and then the other four Miami. Because looking at this, looking down at this, man, then this, because look, we had a free square on the last showdown on Monday night with Jimmy Graham being 200. And, yeah. Uh, I know he didn't score a touchdown, but at $200, you just looking for – I'm talking about in the group with the boys. One red zone target is worth $200. Yeah, and he absolutely. had two on one drive. He had three red zone targets total. He had a touchdown pass called off because apparently Pittsburgh gets away with whatever they want to get away yes. with. Um, yes, but looking at do. this late, man, like I don't know where I go in that 300 range, man. I don't know where I go in that under 1,000 range. You got some midi guys. Head. So I throwing in like, uh, what my point was just basically throwing in the kicker who is 6K as opposed to, you know, throwing in uh, either Andrews who's 13-2 or Marquise Brown who's 16-5. Now I don't have to fuck around in that under 1,000 range. Playing, you know? if you're playing the if you're playing the Ravens are going to win, are you thinking about the guy is he? Is he probably back? Is he going to be getting the most carries, Le'Veon Bell? I mean, he got eleven last game. He could. He he, he didn't have any catches. But if if it's going to be a a run and, and defensive type of game, I'm going, like, I'm going to take him over. I'm going to take him over Miles Gaskin. I'll tell you that. I mean, I I don't under uh, Miles Gaskin. If you're playing Miles Gaskin, you're not playing him because you think 
Miami's going to be up and Miles Gaskin's going to run the ball down your That's throat. the thing is a lot of people are Miles just Gaskin's going gonna to be out there because you think he's going to catch the ball because they're going to be down by 100 They're going to be throwing to catch up. Yep. I don't know, man. I, I just like this Miami side because there's cheaper guys that I can I love, put. Captain. Listen, I love the Miami side. Like Waddle's cheaper. Gasicki's cheaper than either one of the – well, I guess not. Yeah, even Andrews. Even Andrews. Marquise Brown and Andrews are both more expensive than Waddle uh, and Gasicki. So it's just – and I don't mind the Tyrod Ty, – or Tyrod. I don't mind the uh, Lamar captain, but I think you got to get weird there with the kicker or something like that. I think, if you're gonna that's, I think that's the part of taking it down. I think so many – when you look at a lot of these showdowns and stuff, when when the top priced guy is as high as Lamar is, that takes off a lot of captain ownership. I mean, he's going to be eighty plus percent owned in tourneys overall. The other way to get weird, but he may only be eighteen percent owned at captain. Yeah. The other way to get weird would be like with Lamar captain would be just you you have to get lucky and hit the right running back. Whichever one they play, whichever one ends up scoring. Yeah. That's the prize. Freeman, there's Bell, there's Tyson. I mean, there's going to be, there's three guys. So. Ricard still catches the ball from him. Yeah, it's just like, man. So uh, there's way to get weird. You have to get weird if you're going to put Lamar captain. That's my whole yeah. point with it. Yep. But I, I think the pricing at 1.5 is still like Lamar at 1.5 at captain is, he may still outscore that extra point five is still going to be worth more than like your lowest, your oh, lower dude. price guy, you know? He can blow all if these he, guys out of the water. Right. As far as total points go. Yeah. So that may be, that may be worth it in and of itself. And he's the kind of corner quarterback that we use that it's okay to use in captain. Yeah. Um, dual threat kind of guy. Yeah. Like we, fields on. We it, weren't putting Big Ben at captain, you no, know, you on just Monday don't. night and I mean, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, you don't. It, it, Allen Jackson, Allen Jackson, Allen Jackson, <laughs> little Chattahoochee, yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, those kind of players are the guys you play at, at captain. Yeah. So they, ha- they have a rushing to the upside. Yep. So I hope you boys do do well. I hope we've gone over some of it a little bit. I mean, there are a lot of good plays in this in this range, but again, don't think of it as a plays thing. Think of it as a salary thing. Think of it as a how do I expect this script to go, um, and go from there. Yeah. Condensed trees for both these teams. All right, boys. Well, that was our breakdown of uh, this Thursday night football showdown. Um, so you boys enjoy love it. it. We're gonna give it to you every yeah, time a little you bit. You guys, you guys enjoy the uh, showdown content. Obviously, we haven't been able to do the showdown shootouts um, as much this season. So maybe we'll get into more of that once the playoffs hit. Um, we do and, hella contests and, on them, and they usually yeah, fill. So jump yeah, in those as yeah, soon the, as possible. Yeah, the contests tend to fill every 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 showdown. So Everybody's itching. Got yeah, that, that, so got that always, one game itch. Yes, that's oh always God. good. So. Remember, they're they're running showdowns for every game on the main slate too. So if you if you really like playing showdowns, get yourself in a couple quarter and you're, boxes. And you know you're just gonna watch one game. Right. Jump, I jump in losing, that showdown. I keep losing your main slate money. Just go play showdowns. Right. Yeah. Just chasing <laughs> showdowns. Play games you're gonna watch though. Right. That 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 that'll help your absolutely. Yeah, that'll help your mind. Help your sweat. Yeah, yeah, help, yeah, help the sweat. sweat. But let's go ahead and attack the totals, boys. Who wants to kick it off? Three of them this week, boys. Yep. Yep. We got Atlanta at Dallas. Highest total of the game. It was the first one on the on the sheet there. So Mills, what say you? Uh, I love this game. We have a lot of this game. Highest total by three points, even uh, the next closest total. Yep. Um, honestly. I like the Atlanta side. Matt Ryan has been sneaky, um, good the last few weeks. Um, when there is a – and I just don't think he's going to be used that much. Um, when there's a – he had the one bad game where they, the Ridley News came out the day of their game. 
And like yeah. I said, like you're not game planning all week to not have Ridley, so he didn't look good. Um, but I, I, I like Ryan here, and there's guys that I can use with him. Um, over his last, his last what four or five games, he's had 29 in week four, 24.6, 22.4, the 8.1 game against that Carolina pass, pass defense the, without Ridley, and then a 31.5. Like he's low key at 6K. Like that's a, he's throwing the ball a lot. They have to throw the ball a lot, and I like that, man. I like the Ryan side of it. It's condensed too. I mean, super it, like it's very condensed. Give me some Pitts. Give me some Patterson. Kyle Pitts and Patterson. Pitts and Patterson. Patterson bring him back. Bring him back with Coop. Maybe somebody else from Dallas. Uh, maybe even Zeke. But there's one answer the, for me here. It's 4K <laughs> it Michael Gallup yeah. if he's back. If he's back this week. So now I got a ton of money because my stack doesn't cost much. That's what it's I was. Com- I was confused last week because I was looking. And I was like, all right, Dak threw two touchdowns. It'd have been Gallup instead of Taylor. Hey, what a yeah. I thought it was Gallup. Yeah. I thought Gallup was yeah. back. I was like, oh fuck, I didn't play any Gallup. And then I was like, oh no, it's who? He is, he is criminally underpriced at 4K right now yeah. because he still shows up on on IR, um, but he is by all accounts going to be activated this week. So he's one of those jams for me, I think. Yeah, especially and in that's my Atlanta take stacks, you off so of, much ownership. Yep. If that game goes to a shootout and you have the lower owned side of that game, that is going to skyrocket you in in GPP. And now I can just start jamming chalk. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now I'm totally different with my stack and my bring back. So yep. I can just start jamming all the plays that are just good plays. You yep. know, the second probably I can get two. I've ma- I've made these lineups. I can get two high end running backs, um, and I love the high range for running backs this week. Yep. Uh, way oh, more man. than I what? like the low week. I mean, there's, oh, there's two guys Dude, down the high, below. The high end running backs I'm this just week. Saying, are I'm just, just saying so that because Miller's ultra mega totally. smash mids. Yeah. He's totally he's smash he's, mids. he's He's smoking mids when he's doing running back. They're not there this week compared to comparative. They haven't been there this year. Other I mean, than, really. I mean, unless you you were picking up on the Herberts and stuff. Uh, yeah, there, but there's like an Darrell, obvious. Uh, there's an obvious cheap guy this week, right, and that's yeah. because Chubb is rolled out, and because uh, and we'll probably get to him later. I mean, we've got him in rap. I'm sure one of us got him in rapid fire, but uh, Dernish Johnson is 4,700 bucks, and Hunt has been ruled out. Chubb's probably not likely to play the game because of that. He's being on the COVID list. Yep. Now he can get the two, the two negatives in a row. Right within play. 24 hours. Um, yeah. But. If not, I mean, he's going to be mega chalk, and I'll eat it yep. because, I, like I said, we're we're now different with that Atlanta side of that stack. We're now super different with the Dallas player um, for our bring back. Yep, and we're going to save a lot of money. We're going to save a lot Johnson. of money doing that stack. So, so that's where I'm at on that. I don't know if you guys differ. If you guys <laughs> do like the Dallas side, there are good bringbacks. I mean, there are. Like we said, the two bringbacks in that case are, are Patterson and Pitts, right? If you're going to play that Dallas side, I completely agree with you. In in uh, like large fields. Um, if you're playing smaller field tournaments, um, you know, sub 1K entries total, oh, yeah. um, I like just the, the floor of Dallas. Dallas side's safer. Um, Dallas side is much safer. And there's still, I mean, you're not paying completely up for all those guys in Dallas. So, and you can still bring it back with Patterson. You can still bring it back with Pitts. Yep. Um, I like the floor more in, in Dallas and smaller field tournaments. Large field tourneys, I'm going to absolutely smash the Atlanta side for sure. Yep. You guys hit it. I mean, yeah. both sides are good. I mean, this game's yeah. going sixty mm. plus probably. I mean, oh, for sure. Atlanta's not well, not Atlanta's not not letting you into the end zone, and they've been scoring kind of at will. Dallas being a two score favorite at home, man, they're expecting yeah. that to be Atlanta. I mean, the game environment is 
Dallas is winning. They can win balance because the Atlanta defense is not good. So you can run on them. You can throw on them. So which And Dallas is likely, honestly, they're more likely to run a balanced approach to the game anyway yeah. than someone like Atlanta who's got no fucking choice as a, as a, as a two-score road dog yeah. to throw the ball to catch up. You yeah. know, So I just, I re, it's amplified, you know, that Atlanta heavy passing attack for me is just amplified by, by the road dog status. So... I love that game, and I think it's low-key. Yeah, you could have a Matt Ryan ceiling game this week. This yeah. could be his smash He's week. He's been good sure. the last few weeks, other yeah. than that bullshit that happened, Ridley leaving the – like, he, like, made the flight even and left. Right, it yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> no one knows. All right, Bucks at Washington football team. We got 51 and a half. What say you? Adjustment. For me – um, I, Tom Brady, he's done me well all season. I'm going to continue to go to Tom. Um, I still think uh, Mike Evans is still underpriced. Chris Godwin is still underpriced. Leonard Fournette is still ruthlessly underpriced. Um, so I'm going to continue to go back to this well. It's a smash cash game play if you're playing double ups, things like that. The floor on all these guys, I mean, he's targeting Mike Evans in the red zone. He's targeting Chris Godwin just down the field straight up. Gronk uh, hurt. Uh, Gronk Antonio hurt. Brown's going to be hurt. This tree is mo- mucho P- yeah, condensed, P- yeah. man. You know, and a lot of these other guys, they, they keep talking about, oh, well, you know, with Gronk's out, you know, you could still target Braid or, or O.J. Howard. And uh, no, I, I, I'm not targeting. If you're punting, there's a there's a tight end that you may get a touch. But again, mm-hmm. if you're talking O.J. Howard or Cameron Braid, yeah. now we're talking too many different tight ends, right? right? Yeah. We can condense that. We can to to, to God. Right, There's yeah. four guys I'd play in this game, yep. and it is some form of Brady, Fournette, Godwin, Evans. That's in it. List right. Yeah, that's it. I'm not playing Brady or Howard. Yeah, I just I, if we're gonna punt, we got two second tight ends we can talk about that you can yep. punt with. Yeah, so. exactly. As far as me, like I don't mind the Tampa side. I'm gonna have some. T- I'm gonna have a lot of this game too. I'm gonna have both sides. Yeah. Um, you know, Tampa's a, a two score. Road fave. This is a different, a little bit different situation. They're on the road. They're the favorite. Two scores. Uh, the tree we talked about, super condensed. But uh, I do. We do expect Washington to have to to have to throw the ball. Yeah, right? he's going to have to throw the ball. And, and how do you beat Tampa? They are a, an absolute pass funnel. They say you are not running on us. Yep. We'll just let you beat us through the air. Yep. Right. And you can do that. And Heineke, I mean, he has been he's decent enough. And there's now some skill players there that the reason I'll have both sides is I can bring back Godwin. I can bring back Fournette. I can bring yep. back Evans. Evans. I'll have lineups where I'm bringing back both of them. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you, like, you could just full stack this game. Yeah. You can totally onslaught this game because with I mean, Heineke, you're, you're allowed Heineke, to do more T-Mac. shit. But here's the thing. So like. Gibson's going to play. Ricky Seals-Jones. Ricky Seals-Jones. So you know who I really like, and I'm going to have a lot of this week, because this game environment is J.D. McKissick. I was going to say Leonard Fournette. So, like, there's still a shin issue going on with Gibson, He's, you know, and and Mm -hmm. we expect them to be down um, two scores. They're a two-score dog at home. Um, And who who benefits in the passing game? J.D.M. is back. He's back to late-season J.D. McKissick. I've got three or four guys that I can use on that offense. The, the, The toughest part for me in that is it's like, okay, do I run both of those running backs in my running back slot and just wipe it out and find a running back at 4 o'clock, or do I use one of those no. running backs? So I got off of uh, – because sometimes you it, – Because it's so hard it not seems to play like a plus EV. It's a, like a It's like a negative oh, EV play, yeah. it seems, That's to what play I'm saying. two running gotcha. backs yeah. from the same team. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Fournette and McKissick. Oh. And just playing, I, I would have well, no McKissick's, playing McKissick's a wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. Like McKissick's a, a wide role. receiver. Uh, 
I like the Fournette bring back regardless. Yeah. Oh, dude. At his price, absolutely. As and, and as a favorite, like they're they're gonna run the ball when they're up. Yeah. If they're up big, and but you're playing, but you're go. playing McKissick in the running back position, but you're playing him as a wide receiver. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah. Yep. You're not. You're not playing them game script wise. Like, oh, Washington's gonna run the ball with McKissick. You know I, that. I, that's I, what Miller usually alludes to. Like, let's not play both of these guys running backs that are just more or less running backs. Then, like, you know, we're playing this running back on this side because he's a wide receiver, and this guy on this side because we think they're gonna pound the ball and try to run this clock out and win the game. I saw. An, I saw an interesting stat with running backs, and I think it was the Millie Maker so far this season. You had a higher percentage of running backs that had over 50 yards receiving than you had running backs that had over 100 yards rushing. It's because there's only one true bell cow in the entire league right now. Jonathan Taylor. Two, three. Well, so actually, Taylor hasn't doesn't even get like he's just explosive. Hines Hines does. He's getting less than 20 carries a game and shit. But there's a guy that's averaging about 25 that is still playing, and Najee Harris, who we'll talk about later. So that's the thing though is like there's no real true bell cow so yeah. attack these low guys like yes. like and then that are pass catchers that are pass you catchers. have to you have to find these guys that and especially now that um derrick henry is yeah. out um it, it's just attacking these running backs that are getting pass catching work um they are absolutely more valuable than just your run-of-the-mill running back one that catch isn't, is one point yeah you know what I, I mean? mean? And, and that then was, now what does he do with it? That's some extra points. Those you know? statistics were on FanDuel, and yeah. that's half-point PPR. Yeah. Let alone on DraftKings when it, where it's full-point PPR. So it's it when you're looking and you're picking your running backs, look at the guys with the higher receiving upside in their in their particular price points. There are a couple guys that I've just uh, – like, like I said, I'm mostly going to be at the top. You know, I, I, I'm i honestly, my pool of running backs this week, like, ends at uh, Aaron Jones, right? Aaron uh, Jones yeah, at 6,900 yeah. up. I'm going to look in that range. I'm going to try to play two of those guys. Um, but a lot of the times, I like, there's three guys that I pinpointed down there, and that's uh, that's McKissick. Um, that is Ernest Johnson, and actually I really like Tony Pollard. Um, if we expect Dallas to be up and running that balanced attack at the end of the game, he's a guy that can score two touchdowns for me, uh, and he's cheap and allows me to do some weird things. What do you think about James Conner with this week with the uh, uh, Chase Edmonds being out? No, oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But there's another guy in that I think game a lot of ownership wanted... is going to go to James Conner now. Recency bias and Chase Eno. Edmonds being out. It's been sitting in a bunch of my taxi yep. squads. Eno's waiting. Um so like, Connor's he, gonna get a lot of a lot of burn. Or Connor's gonna yeah, get a lot he's, he's of gonna, he's still gonna have ownership role. too. But I'm okay with a Connor play. But I think Eno's somebody that you can like if you really need to save money somewhere and you're and you're in a tournament taking a punt. He's a good guy to punt on. Yeah, he's got the uh, you know he's got that role right. Yeah. He's got the Chase Edmonds role, and I think that Kingsbury's more of of that type of guy on his offense like. I'm not just going to run James Conner because my one running back went out. My 1A went out. You know, I'm just going to replace, you know, 1A or 1B he, with somebody yeah. else. And, you know, Benjamin, super-duper fast, tested really well coming out yeah. of college, um, is Chase Edmonds. And here's some extra context to that, too, is, like, do we expect Kyler to, I mean, coming play? off of an ankle like that? Even if he plays, which I do expect him to play, he's not going to be as effective with his legs. 
this week. So, you know, what do you do in that case? You just give the ball to a couple of your running backs. So yeah. Eno's going get to some, get some shots this week, and uh, I, I love that play, actually. Stay, we stay about, ahead of the game. Yeah, we were talking about Tampa yep. and Washington and got all over it. We like it. Yeah, we're, well, yeah, people. We're, yeah we're all over Let's the go place. To the, the last 50-point game, boys. Minnesota. I'll do it. Sorry. Minnesota yeah, go ahead. At the go. Chargers. Yep. Vikings and Chargers. Vikings and Chargers. Let's go. Okay, so so you could start this. uh, I mean, I've been anti-Minnesota for how long? Well, you are a Green Bay fan. Thirty-two years. So uh, (laughs) the last couple pods, it's 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 crazy to me, but I like the Minnesota side a little bit better. I I think that this is actually going to be a game where it's it's the it's the Kirk Cousins game, and that's what you always want. You if you're going to play them. You have to be in the right environment, and the right environment is always when Kirky is down and out, he is chucking the ball a billion times, and he's not throwing it to the other team. When it's prime time and he is ahead, just like he was against fucking uh, Baltimore the other day, what happens? Kirky collapses. He does it all the time. But you put him in this comeback catch narrative. Catch-up mode. Catch-up mode. Yeah. He fucking chucks the ball. He does it and does it. Just about as good as anybody. But he's got um, good players built into a stack. They're going across. They're going across the country. They're going to L.A. I think L.A. is going to be heavily owned and rightfully so. I think they're going to win this game. But I think Kirky in backup mode. I think that's a that's a good way to start it. Um, and you could always bring it back. There's so many bringbacks with the Chargers. Yeah. So for me, man, I actually I'm gonna play again. It's the 50 point games. I'm gonna play. I make enough lineups to where you know I'm gonna play this game too. Both sides, um, the Minnesota side. Obviously, we've got uh, Dalvin Cook that we can use with Kirk. We've got both those receivers in Jefferson and uh, Thielen. Uh, we've got Tyler Conklin that you can pair with your you know pair with him as well, uh, who's coming on of late. Uh, there's even a, a low-key K.J. Osborne that you could play if you wanted to maybe take a punt on somebody. But uh, we do expect them to be down. Um, but the real thing with me is, like, the more that I, I look at the game environment, the more I look at these teams, um, the Chargers want you to to try to pass on them because they are a run funnel. They want you to try to pass the ball. And they're actually pretty good against the pass, but that's only because they allow you to run on them, uh, which is why I actually like – They have pass rushers. I like I like cooking this game as my run back, and uh, I'd rather just run the Chargers side of the game, uh, even though I do think it'll be uh, a little bit owned. But the intermediate receivers that the Chargers have, you know, I just really like them – um, running back Eckler, uh, and then we've got Keenan Allen. I don't think I'm going to play Mike Williams this week because he's the down-the-field threat, mm-hmm. and I think that is what the Chargers try to take away. And it's something that's happening to Buffalo. It's something that's happening to Kansas City right now. The good offenses, what teams are doing, are just running two safeties deep. Yep. And they say, take your time, beat us underneath. Yep. We don't think, you, guys, <laughs> you get to play the whole field these now. These guys want to play. They want to go deep. You know, These guys want to score and score as much as they can, and they want. They got di- downfield threats like Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs and Mike and Williams guys like and, that, yep. and Mike Williams. So you take that away, and you say, "Let me beat me Didn't with get your running back all the way down yep. the field." And and like there are teams that Tom Brady made a living doing that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He doesn't have to. Now they're like Mahomes, Allen. You guys are young guys. You're not Brady. You know. Yeah. Beat us like that. We don't think you can take your time. And you're seeing it on both of those offenses, man. Missing, they are. They're, they're missing, missing wide open people. Mm-hmm. They're Short missing to go yep. deep. Because they're not scoring in three plays, four plays, you yep. know, two plays, one play, yep. you know. So that's what I – I just like the intermediate Chargers Chargers 
passing game. You know, Eckler, like I said, Eckler and Allen is what I like a lot. Jared Cook, obviously. Those are my three plays on that. And then I can bring it back with Dalvin Cook uh, because the, the Chargers are daring them to run. And I think the game will stay close. I really do think this game will stay close. Um, so I like the Cook. I like the the other side. I like Cook as my bring back and, uh, and the Chargers side of the passing game. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm not... I don't think I'm really going to have a lot of stacks of this game just because of the price. Um, I think I'm going to have some one-offs. I'm going to have some Keenan Allen one-offs, maybe a Dalvin Cook one-off, um, depending there's on. so much good hmm. mini correlation. Right, there's just a lot these. of good mini correlations. But to try to full stack this game, man, you got to get weird at a lot of other places. Um, and I just don't like that. That's shooting weird fish in a big barrel and i just don't like doing it so <laughs> so i just i just like stacking some of these Tourism. other games yeah. <laughs> Tourisms. so i like stacking some of these other games and having little mini correlations out of this game for it for yeah, sure totally because i think that it, i i think that i think that this game these mini correlations may be what sets a full stack of another game off and puts you into the stratosphere and some big tourneys hi boys Tis time. We've attacked the totals. It is now time for Eric. Everybody's favorite segment, especially our boy Robbie. T's and P's with our boy. He has not been with us. Um, and this is definitely his favorite segment. Nothing. Nothing from the voice. It's okay. the rapid fire multiplier. I love him. I miss you, Robbie. Yeah, I miss you. I was, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get after it. Like I said, we can only assume that we've just been completely this knocking this out of the park because he is usually takes our stats Completely so 100%. um you should definitely play all these plays because but obviously we don't but we're nine we, for nine right now yeah, yeah. exactly and you're all welcome right. <laughs> so let's start it off as we always do quarterbacks and uh i'm just gonna pass it over to my boy to to just get after it with our 7k and above um i'm gonna play the same guy so we all might are. as well just listen it's to him consensus. talk about it all right, good. So it's Josh Allen, boys. 7.9K. Um, the Jets, you know, we got the Jets. The Jets can be beaten multiple ways. Uh, like I was talking about earlier, though, the biggest thing for me is just can Allen stay patient and take take the underneath stuff. Um, if they do, I expect a big win, a big bounce back. Uh, and at 7.9K, I just uh, that's my guy. It's my guy outside of 7.9K. He's just my guy. It's all business in Buffalo, baby. Yep. Let's, uh, yes. you, you talked about it earlier today. It's it's there's no dancing. No, uh, no more uh, of that bullshit. Yeah, no, no more cutting rugs. Business like approach. Yep. Yep. We uh it's all Jackson, business. Back to business. Wake up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're <laughs> not good, scoring a touchdown on Jacksonville. Yep. Losing to Jacksonville definitely wake your ass up. Hadn't won in North America since twenty the first week one of twenty nineteen. Yes. Yes. Was their last they had win one in more North in America. another they had country. A win in London. Yep. Um, but that that's uh, that's it. All right. Pathetic. Who you got? Tour. It's consensus. It's oh, Josh con consensus. Yep. Josh consensus. Allen. Josh Allen. All right. So we're going. We're moving on. All right. Six to sixty-nine hundred. Jalen hurts for me. Six point five k. I expect a big game out of him rushing. Um, he can do things that uh, Dak. They no longer want him to do. Right. So like by that I mean use his legs. Um, Denver lost, if not their best pass rusher. You know, to to Chubb. Uh, their team leader, so I expect uh, I expect them to be able to do some things on in the inter intermediate uh, and uh, with with his legs with uh, Hertz's legs. Yeah, I also have Jalen Hurts. Um, he's had one game where he wasn't he didn't fire technically, 
Um, and that was the game that what Boston Scott had two touchdowns and the guy behind him had another. Jordan they, Howard. Jordan Howard. They put up 41 points and he wasn't one of the optimal quarterbacks that week. Um, and that's the only week he can do it by himself. So I also have Jalen Hurts in this price range. I'm going Ryan Tannehill. No, uh, right 6,200. I like that a lot. Um, they're going against New Orleans. Uh, so I think a lot of people are going to be scared of that defense. That vaunting defense. Yeah. Um, not me. I think uh, Tennessee obviously has to ride his back now. It's, you don't it, have to force feed that running back anymore. Yeah. Yep. It's not They an just option. put a housing on the perceived best team in the league yeah. in their, at their place yeah. uh, Sunday night. Tennessee's a good team. Yeah. That's a good was, offense. And I have a lot of Tennessee D. They're yeah, 2,600 like, this week. A lot of Tennessee D this week. Yep. Man, they're good. That's not the first time that they've that, that defense has done that. Yeah. It, like I said, the passing game, all the options that we like in there, totally. We just Love like it. I just like ops. I mean, and when Derrick Henry's not there, it's it is the Ryan Tannehill show. It's it's on him. He does like to play down to opponents every once in a while. Let's hope this is, is usually one. generally good. It is Trevor Simeon though. That's the biggest thing, man. Is I don't, how long does New Orleans keep this up with uh, with Simeon? At well, the thing is, I I think for them, as long as Trevor Simeon runs the gets the ball down the field, they can put Taysom Hill inside the red zone. I mean. That they need yeah. they need Trevor Simeon Trevor Simeon in between the twenties. He Payton, is Peyton will have these guys ready to play. Yeah, and they I think, I think and I think Tannehill will have to. And they want to the run the ball in New Orleans, so uh, yeah, I like the bring back as well in that game with Kamara. Yes, sir. Down at your stack with Tanny. Yep. All right, five thousand or um, fifty nine hundred and down. Another guy absolutely criminally underpriced now, and it's Carson <laughs> Wentz. Probably. It's Carson Wentz. Um, it, it, the tree is so condensed there. Honestly, it is. It is Pittman. Oh. It is Taylor. It is the Naheem Hines out of you know. It's 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 guys like that. It's it's not huge. Um, the tree because they want to run the ball. They're a very balanced team. But Carson Wentz has been good, man. Um, and he gives you upside with the upside with his feet. And Jacksonville is a team that is is a is a pass funnel. They want you to. To run the ball on them, uh, or to throw, to run the ball and not throw, they'll let you throw on them, and I I, I like it. I like it a lot. Yep. I also have Carson Wentz. I mean, I've been. Yep. I was low on him the very beginning of the season because it's Carson Wentz. He busted up both ankles very early in the season, and I was like, all right, this is how Carson Wentz goes. He gets a little bit injured and he just falls apart. But no, it's not how he's been this year. He we know who he's targeting. I like that game stack. 21.3, um, 20.3, 24.2 the last three games. He's, a, he's an points. environmental quarterback, so he has to. He does succeed in the right environments. And yep. Indy is, is yeah. one of them setups that uh, definitely tailors to what Carson Wentz is good at. And they're a lot more balanced, Indy is, than Buffalo. Buffalo just wants to throw the ball, and that is just going to play right into defenses that are playing that cover two shell on us. Um, Indy is a lot more balanced. We don't have a running back like Jonathan Taylor. So they're able to – they're going to be able to pound the ball against Jacksonville, and oh, it'll open up the entire passing game. Buffalo just can't, couldn't do that. Then Zach Moss went out to – it doesn't matter. I don't want to relive it. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> we can talk about – we can talk about Indy. Uh, no, Okay. Um, yeah, consensus. consensus. Yeah, we're all consensus. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Carson Wentz has the uh, ability to, um, as some people would say, break the slate at 5,900. You know, he puts up 25 to 30 like he's been doing. Psh, fire. Yeah, he's firing. Fire. Yep. 
All right. And he's not expensive. Nope. Um, all right, let's go to running backs. We got 7K and up. Miller, why is it Harris? <laughs> so it is Harris. It is, it is Najee, 100% at 7.9K. Uh, that price mainly, because if you look at these running backs. I didn't backs, see his sheet. Um, I can't read his girly handwriting. Anyways. <laughs> He Not is, from all the way over here. He's really good, dude. 7.9K. Um, I, I love that. He is the absolute focal point of that offense. Is the biggest reason. And this is a poor Lions. And we've, run we've talked about this in previous run podcasts. Defense. You know, year, the years and years of podcasting that we've been doing, we've talked about the Pittsburgh offense. They do like to single in on a single running back. Um, they tried it with the Connor experiment. He just wasn't that good. He had a uh, couple. He had a couple. Anyway, he played a little well for them, but not enough to like supplant the job. You know? Right. Uh, Naj- they have a guy now that can. Najee. Yes. Najee is going to be one of those guys here. You know, probably real soon that he's going to be 8K and up. Oh, he's uh, he's almost yeah, there. Yeah, he's yep. very. Well, I mean, he's quite close. You're right. One hundred percent. Every week, it's gonna every be week. Yeah, he's going to be there because he hasn't even been in the. I mean, a lot of times we've been playing him in the 6K range. Yeah. You know, and shit like that, and it's just it's not going to be there, and it's he's not going to have bad games. But a lot of he good gets, running backs in this range, boys. I do want to point that out. But Harris is uh, he is the guy I would pinpoint consensus. Uh, not consensus. I have, John, I have Jonathan Taylor. That's right. good, another good Right, player. yeah. I mean, it's not – I don't think we have to – there's no back and forth with this. If it's not Najee, it's Jonathan Taylor. Um, and if you guys I, – I, I've been harping about it all season. If you guys are on any websites that give you any type of ownership projections, things like that, just take which one's lower owned because they're both going to smash. So – um, depending on the slate or depending on the contest, you you may be able to eat the chalk on the higher owned one just because eat both of them are going to go off. But you know, he's so explosive. hasn't had a hasn't had twenty carries in a single game this year, and hasn't had a game under twenty one point two since week three. So I mean, he's just he's fantastic play every week. Yep, he's everything we thought we were we were going to get out of him when when everybody drafted him last year. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When everybody drafted Clyde Edwards Flair first. Yeah, yeah which is <laughs> he's, a, he's in a fantastic he's in a fantastic offense with a, with one of the top five coaches. I mean, he in the slightly league, in looks opinion, at so. our draft board that stays up <laughs> and sees it's where they were. Last year it was. Ah, uh, year before, correct. Okay. We won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, let's go to the the six sixty nine hundred to six K. Let's do it. Talked about it a little bit earlier. It's Aaron Jones for me. Um, just, it's Aaron Jones for me. Yeah, opportunity for six to ten targets. You know, I, I feel Rogers like every back, single week. Opens Roger, up the running yep. game. Let's do it. It's Leonard Fournette for me. Okay. Again, another good play. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll take the money savings. I think he's. I think he's going to get the workload. Um, he's probably going to be a lot higher owned, obviously, but um, it. I don't. I don't know if his ownership is going to creep up into the fact that I need to spend 800 more for Aaron Jones. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I normally don't like Lenny, but yeah, Lenny. I always watch the football team off a of buy. Yeah, let's, let's do still it. underpriced for sure. I'll take it. 5,900 and under. I talked about him as well earlier. I don't know. This is consensus. It's uh it's JD McKissick for me. He's 5.2 K. Um, huge, huge underdog. Again, uh, the team that he's on uh, in a in a passing script. Uh, just give me, give me, uh, give me McKissick. Melvin Gordon for me. Um, okay. he, he seems to just sneakily get some touchdowns, and he's still. I think he's fifty three hundred this week. So um, at fifty three hundred, he's worth a touchdown, maybe two. Um, give me that. It lets me pay up depending on my on my stack. That I'll have him in in a lot of different places. 
Uh, fifty-six hundred Michael Carter. He's got he's got his boy back that fed him twenty-three targets in two games. Um, I think that that's just significant enough. It's like J.D. McKissick. I mean, he he becomes a running back, and he's going to be in a game script that he has to come back in Buffalo, and. And he's the pass catching back. He's the pass catching back. He is. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Michael but Carter. But he also has a first and second down rule. So he's their main back with the he's, pass he catching is role. Their main, He is their main back. And yeah, I, I just I just like the opportunity. I think the Jets are obviously going to get smashed in this game, but that does open up opportunities for him. Let me throw a quick yeah. one real quick. And it's uh, contingent on Zach Moss not playing. $4,700 Devin Singletary. If Noah, if Moss isn't playing, I do like him in that same game. So 100%. Yeah, yeah he, he's going to be the only one. I mean, do they have? They don't have anybody behind. No, those I mean two, so. it's uh, it's Matt Breida. If you guys want to know where he's at, Brita. he's in Buffalo. Okay, he's wow. Like a healthy scratch every week. <laughs> yeah, wow. But it's Matt Breida. Matt Breida. Wow. Okay. So well, yeah, there you have Matt it. Breida. He's yeah. he's there, good for one game. There you have it. <laughs> and this is going to be the one. The one. The one. He, he probably will. He'll have twenty-three points this week. Like <laughs> Matt Breida, and then everybody will play him next week, and he'll it's get injured. He's going to be a healthy scratch. He's going to be the Boston Scott when Kenneth Gainwell was forty percent owned two weeks ago, when I had Kenneth Gainwell everywhere, and it was the boston scott show so that was great it was always gonna be boston scott it was jordan howard yeah (laughs) Uh, all right on a wide receivers boys yes sir let's go take it up chris godwin uh love that passing attack he's banged up which i think is going to take uh some some serious ownership off of him so i like godwin i like everybody will play evans i like Devontae. Devontae Adams? Yep. Yeah. This is the lowest price he's ever been. Yep. I'm not, not going <laughs> to say that's well, it's, a bad play. It's yeah. Devontae Adams. Right. It's Devontae Adams. So. <laughs> if we sign Odell Beckham, he's not playing this week, so it'll still be Adams. If but. they sign Odell Beckham, I'm still playing Devontae Adams no matter what week he's there. I don't care if he's <laughs> there for eight that, more years. I that James is priced down. That'd be awesome. That'd be <laughs> Never, so I know, sexy. Yeah, this is as cheap as we're going to get. He's going to blow up. Yeah. Game, they'll still price Odell still at $4,400, and he won't catch a single target. So... Six to six six hun- sixty nine hundred tour. So, oh, yeah, yeah, Michael Pittman. Oh, okay. he's just totally. he just <laughs> he's the only guy catching. Like Zach Pascal doesn't matter in Indy. Ty is always hurt unless he's not hurt for a single quarter, you and then he's hurt T-Y again. When he needed to play in Houston, I I did, and then he got hurt. Yeah, they that. said, "Oh, Ty's available," and then I move Ooh. all of my Pittman ownership over to Ty, and then Pittman stupid. has two TDs, and Ty gets hurt in halfway through the second Pittman's or whatever, and yeah, I can sit. So. Um, I'm playing him. Uh, I'm playing him over. If he, and if you look at tight ends this week, Jack Doyle is a hundred dollars cheaper than Mo Alley Cox. If you want to talk about the tight end situation in Indianapolis, it's ridiculous. Don't play either of them because it's you're too, not going many. to get the one right. Yep. Whichever one you pick, the other one's going to catch two TDs. It's just stupid. Who you got, buddy? Uh, sixty-eight hundred uh, DK Metcalf. So we're there. We're consensus there. It's an alpha wide receiver man with a returning Wilson. Under seven K. Under seven K. Uh, Green Bay secondary's banged up in there. Yes. They're again a road dog, so they're passing. When I saw him there, I just saw Kevin King right beside him and I'm like <laughs> So I don't have a ton of this game as far as stacks go, but I love the mini correlation with Jones and right. DK. I got a ton of that right there. Devontae DK. Yeah. Pittman will probably be a lot more of a cash option. 
um, DK, I think. Well, I mean, we, we talked about there. Carson Wentz, so he definitely should be in a lineup, obviously. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll be in a lineup. He'll, know, be, on, he'll be in my Wentz lineup. He'll obviously be in my Wentz lineup. A pass catcher out of there besides Jonathan Taylor. Absolutely. And if I'm going to play Pittman, I'm just going to play him. I'm going to pair he's, him with Yeah, Car- he's with only Carson going Wentz. to be in my Carson Wentz yeah. lineup. But, like, DK is the kind of guy, and Aaron Jones, I think, is the other That's guy. That's a mini correlation stuff. a really nice mini correlation. Yes. It's going to have some good points scored. For sure. All right. 5,900 and uh, five point three k. Get him while he's fucking cheap, man. It's uh, it's Jerry Judy for me. Oh yes, I'm actually going to another receiver there, and it's Sutton. So I went Sutton at fifty six hundred, but I, I love Judy. I, yeah, I get three hundred dollars savings on Judy, and I think I've got Judy's just target monster. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's first, why first game back. Yeah. just target monster. Uh, Judy was back last week. That's what I mean. First yeah, game last back game. last yeah. week. Oh, last and week. He was yeah. a target monster, wasn't he? Didn't he have yeah. like ten no, targets? J- Judy's awesome. Um, yeah, he had the targets. But I don't I think, think Sutton's a bad play. I just get the 300 savings. Fan's with. back. Fan is back. Yeah. He Albert O, we today. hardly knew ye. Yep. Yeah. We were expecting about 20. Yep. Because <laughs> he is a fucking awesome target. He is an awesome talent, though. Like, he honestly was. We also didn't get the passing script we were going to thought then. No, we didn't. Yeah, I thought, okay. I mean, it seems. It seemed like it Jim Patrick had, for nine it, in had that like a fucking yeah, eighty yard exactly. or whatever. For nine in and that I had a lot of twenty six hundred. I'm okay with that. I had a ton of Sutton in that game. It's me he, too. he was my bring back me and everything to I come thought. off of like the Judy ownership. I, it was all Sutton. Yeah, and it was Patrick. I had a bunch of I had a bunch of Judy last week. They got good pieces. Hey, hey, Denver is a quarterback away from being really good on offense. Yes. It'll be Aaron Rodgers next year. <laughs> All right, boys. That's it. That would, it yes, it might be. <laughs> well, it could be. My All right, line. boys. That was good coverage of that. We had to hit over some good. We conde- we we agreed on a bunch of shit, which was good. So hopefully those are end up being good plays. They'll, right? all, they'll <laughs> all be good plays. Yeah, they're all good plays. Well, when you're batting a hundred or batting, yeah, batting, batting a thousand. thousand. You played enough MLB so DFS this year, and you said batting a hundred. Batting a hundred. Batting ten. One out of ten. ten. When you're batting ten. When you're batting tens. When you're batting 100 in baseball, that's not. That's probably what we're actually batting. Right. <laughs> we're picking nine <laughs> players. We're batting, we're batting But ten. they can't prove that. They can't prove it. None of them Robbie's can prove it. Robbie's not here. Picking nine players. We're batting 10. That batting means we're getting ten. one every other week. That's right. <laughs> Seems right, though. <laughs> All right, boys. Two-second tight end. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. I got 3,200 uh, Jared Cook. Way too low ownership for a number one tight end. I have Gerald Everett. Oh, different. 2600. Ooh. Love it. Good one. Uh, mine's yeah. a little my guy's a little bit more expensive, but uh 3.5k Dan Arnold. He's got 22 targets in the three games he's played with Jacksonville. It's all garbage time, but he does get the tar- yeah. targets. I mean, it's it's he's definitely a focal point of that offense. There's another guy at receiver that plays for that team, Jamal Agnew, Agnew. super yes. cheap uh that you should consider as well in your pool. Nice. I've been uh, I've been on the that Agnew is, train that is for a Jacksonville talk. Agnew. Yeah. <laughs> Agnew is my new. Um, we all love Dan Arnold. I have. I actually picked up Dan Arnold. Believe it. Shit, you not picked shit up. He uh, not, uh, shit, my favorite you not. Turd. Dropped Evan Ingram. He caught a touchdown pass <laughs> last week. Son of a bitch. Uh-huh. But I dropped Wait him for Dan Arnold. Just, and Dan Arnold just did okay, like Dan Arnold does. You yeah, know? it's just as okay as somebody named Dan Arnold. He did Dan he Arnold things. At yeah. the end of the horror movie, he's still like there. Create somehow. a player, Dan Arnold. He's you know? he's there. He didn't die. Isn't that the guy that married Roseanne? Dan Arnold. Dan Connor. Dan, Dan Connor. Connor. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right, kids. It is time. It is time that we build the brain. Let's shout out 
Dead End Kids. Dead End Kids. We, I don't know who you are, Dead End Kids. We hope you listen to the pod. It would That'd be great be cool. if you listen to the pod. Um, you, you, won, you won the pod brain, 139.64. Yeah. Herbert lineup. That's That doesn't even cash in double ups in those weeks. Eckler. What a wild week. Yeah, it was wild. I can't week. take it away from it. Dude won, and yeah. he won 90 bucks. That is the top payout when it fills yeah. up, which is rad. Yeah, yeah you don't win. a week on five Brown, bucks. Brown's yeah. D. You don't win ninety dollars on a one thirty nine score most weeks in the Mm-mm. NFL in DFS. That's for sure. Congrats, dead end kids! Big shout out to Rody. Lost by point zero two. Yeah, point zero two. Played, Connor played James Conner. How Play. do you lose with James <laughs> yeah. Conner? James Conner had three touchdowns, forty points. He still lost. Oh man. Could you imagine uh, how break. there's always Fubu? How <laughs> could you imagine Rody checking his lineup like after that first one, and then after the second one, he's like, "Oh yeah, here this we go, here we go." I'm moving on. He's moving on up the pod brain, and, and he's like, "This is it. James Conner is going to take me to the promised land." And then he loses dead by .02 by to dead end kids. <sighs> I hope they know each kids. other. I hope you won again. Just not this kind Just, of... Yeah, we got to get one, boys. All right. Just not to us. Moving on. All right, boys, what we got? Let's let's do this. Let's do it. All right, so we want to start... Let, let's start with our stack. Um, I, I've been playing him basically every time he's been on the main slate. Um, I'll get us kicked off. Um, we're going to start our stack. Tom Brady, um, and then we're going to pair him with Mike Evans. Uh, Mike Evans, obviously, he's been a um, a red zone target for Tom Brady as of late, um, and he's always just been uh, a mainstay of a target for Tom Brady. Um, we've still got Gronk out. We've still got AB out. Um, it condenses that tree there in Tampa. Um, so I think uh, we all think Mike Evans still eats in this game as well against a uh, less than spectacular Washington football team defense. Uh, than we thought they would have this year. We we all thought, I mean, that was probably a consensus that Washington football team defense was probably going to be pretty high, um, and they just haven't showed out like we thought they would. So uh, let's watch Tampa expose that this week. We got a low level because we think this game's going to go a little bit high, and so does Vegas. So we're staying on this game at our tight end spot. It actually opens up some salary for us. Uh, with Ricky Seals Jones on the Washington side at thirty seven hundred bucks, um, it's an awesome bring back that tight end position um, over there. It you know regardless of who's playing it, they're getting targets. So yep. uh, Ricky, Ricky, Rick Seals, Seals Ricky. Jones. Yep. All right, boys. I've been preaching this all night. I wanted to take uh, some high end running backs, yeah. so yep. I'm going to start yep. with uh, with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and I, I think we were pretty much in agreement. Um, if you look at running back pricing this week, um, as compared to the last couple weeks, um, there was a lot more value over the last few weeks that we could find um, in running back. And this week, it's just kind of, you know, pick your high-end running back um, and, and run with them because I think that a lot of these guys that are priced up are in really great matchups. So, And I think that that's pretty well agreement for all of us. 
I'll take my. I'll just do mine back to back. Yeah, you guys can do. I did the mini correlation uh, of that game, and I uh, I will take responsibility for Jamal Agnew being <laughs> in our uh, in the pod brain lineup. So uh, from Jacksonville, I've got Taylor and Agnew mini correlation. Listen, I'll tell you. You know, Eric, Eric scoffs a little bit at it. Um, no, I, 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 I think it's no. I think it's better than he's he's like he. Like he acts like he's walking over coals while he's doing this. Like Jamal Agnew is a really great play. I mean, yeah. he's getting targets now. He was strictly a special teams player uh, for a while, but he's still playing special teams, which gives us what? added upside. Uh, added, added upside, upside baby. We got multiple ways that we can because score. if he scores, here's the thing, and it, and it makes me mad. Let me talk about this for a second. <laughs> grinds if, his if, gears. It, this really grinds my gears. Here we if, go. If he's gonna get the points for the touchdown. On a kick like on a kick return, give me the yards on a kick return, for God's sakes. They give you the fucking fumble if he they fumbles. Get, yeah, if he fumbles it, they give you the fumble. God damn it! If he scores a touchdown, they give you the touchdown. Uh-huh. I want give me the yards, because a lot of guys are not. That's that they go over their head or just fair catching. Well, it, right? I, well, I'm He's talking. We'll try to return it. I'm talking about it as like casual DFS players. They'll they'll not they won't look at the upside of a receiver that's also returning kicks mm-hmm. and they 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 won't notice that um i i honestly really didn't notice it until uh it was a couple of years ago i played cordero patterson i think he was with the bears correct he, correct. he has been with the bears yes. yes okay so he was with the bears and he returned a kick for a touchdown and i had him in a lineup and it scored for me and and that made me that that's when the light bulb went off and i was like oh I need to be playing these players that are also returning kicks because they're scoring. If they're, they're, if they're at least a decent focal point in the offense, where like Jamal Agnew is now probably the starting slot receiver, so he's going to be out yeah. on the field at least playing offensive snaps and returning kicks. Like we love that. I mean, not just because he's a slot receiver that's forty five hundred that's getting added targets. Uh, he returns kicks. He just. And he's, he could score. And yeah. He's many correlating with that running back. Yep. Yep. So, anyways, so uh, on to the next one after we talk about <laughs> <laughs> after we talk about kick return yards yeah. for a while. At, uh, that that was just receiver. a little point that yeah. I wanted to bring no, I, in. No, you I mean, know. let's. Uh, we had another consensus the, at wide receiver, though. We, we had the consensus at the running backs, so the, the yep. high level running backs um, with Najee Harris. Um, he is Pittsburgh's running back. He is getting That's all it. the carries. Yeah. He is getting all the pass catches, um, and uh, it's a smash game against Detroit because we got to say that Pittsburgh's obviously going to be up in this game, regardless of the fact of anything. Najee is going to get the ball, so yeah. he's no playing Najee. That he's scripted out of. Yeah, yep. it, it was kind of wild, um, and I'm going to delve off a little bit. Last season or the season before, when it was James Conner and Benny Snell, and you saw Benny Snell taking that kind of Tony Pollard uh, role. He doesn't have that anymore. No, you know, three the, touches tops. Tops, yeah. And that's just to give breathers to Harris. Right, yeah. He doesn't have, like, you don't have that in Pittsburgh. And I had brought that up on an earlier pod this season about trying to find running backs that aren't in a committee. Well, they on tried teams. to bring in Jalen Samuels, too, to be like a pass catching yeah, back. Because they just but weren't going to settle on Connor. He yeah. wasn't good enough. They can do that with Najee. Right, yes. yeah. So that's that's the nice thing. Pittsburgh is one of those places that you don't have a running back by committee. It's all Najee or it's nothing. Yep. So Miller, talk about your boy. I know you want to do it. Which one? I, I wanted to save him for you. I want your your boy at wide receiver. Okay. So like yeah, we talked about 
how cheap he is this week. I love this stack, the Atlanta-Dallas game. I mean, the cheapest piece in this game is Michael Gallup, and he has the highest upside because of the downfield threat that he is. Yeah. Um, so give us Michael Gallup at 4K. Right now it's showing him on IR. He will be activated. So I love it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Definitely super cheap GPP play. Play him in your tourneys. Don't play him against us. Thanks. And uh, free square, we are all in agreement with this. Darrenus Johnson, if uh, Nick Chubb doesn't play, obviously yep. smash play. It's an absolute we're yep. playing, smash. We're yep. playing him. Yep. And Full it's not he's the Kareem Hunt role, and I'm okay with either one of those. But the boys we're talking about, we might get off of that play. But I'm, I'm, I think Chubb's out, and we're going to get Darrenus. Yep. And, that, yeah, it's COVID protocol stuff. So that was our last one, though. Darnus Johnson, 4,700 at flex. Which gave us enough money to finish off with the Titans, Titans defense. D. Titans D. Titans D. Yeah, 2,600 against we, New Orleans. We've seen the Titans D shut down at least two prolific offenses already this season. Um, and they're playing New Orleans, which is not a prolific offense. They have uh, Trevor Simeon at quarterback. So even with Kamara. Dome team outside. It's going to be cold. Yep. They, they know what they're up against. They know what they have to stop. And they have to stop Alvin Kamara. And that's it. You know, if, it, if they're inside the 20, they, they have to try to stop Taysom Hill if he's on the field. That's it. Run through it, Eric. Straight down the Run road. through straight it. Down it. We yep. got it. We got Tom Brady. We got Jonathan Taylor. We got Najee Harris, Mike Evans, Jamal Agnew, Michael Gallup, Ricky Seals-Jones, Dearness Johnson. We're finishing off with the Titans D, baby. Boom. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yep, there it is, boys. We didn't actually think when we were building this that we were going to be able to fit well, that's All why it this. looks different because we generally will pay down at running back and up at receiver. So if you look at these receivers at like first glance, you're like fucking Agnew and Gallup. Uh oh. Yeah. But you realize the upside, the game script. Yeah. I mean, Taylor, we expect the Colts to be up. J- Jacksonville's going to have to throw. So in the correlations there. And then the Gall- Gallup's just a 4K play that could end up. I mean, if he gets 16 points, he's 4X'd. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Um, and both Carson Wentz and Big Ben are both willing to check down on their running backs. Hell yeah. And that's huge upside in PPR like drafting. So we paid up this week for running so. backs, and it just looks a little different, but I, I like this. Yep. And then Ernest Johnson's easy. Yeah. You guys play yeah, him that's... if he's starting. Just it is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Plain and simple. See you on Sunday. Good pop, boys. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, actually, we'll see you on Thursday for the showdown. Showdown. Yes. In the showdown. In the it showdown, will. it will it will, it will fill. So get into the showdown early. It fills every week. So every show every showdown contest we run fills. So be sure to get in early because in our group chat we see several of the boys just that, missed it. Yeah. Oh man, I just missed it. Actually, no, it filled three hours ago. So <laughs> you didn't just you just missed lock. Um, but the contest filled three hours ago. So go ahead, get in early. Just reserve your spot. Um, in the, in our showdowns and things like that, and even in our main slates, those all fill as well. So uh, be sure to get in those. Week ten, uh, we're coming right into it, boys. The let's pod is money. in the books, though. Let's win some money. We so, do want you to all win money, just not in the pod. Just brain. not in the pod brain. No, Let put your worst lineups in. There. We uh, yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta buy Eric a new mic we after we mic issue. Yeah, we we, we finally figured it out this week after ten weeks of. Uh, Trying different plugs in the board and different cables. We're driving We've, an old Pontiac. Basically. Yeah, we finally realized it's the one thing that I didn't change out, and it was the mic. Uh, so we realized the mic was bad. So we swapped the mic out. We're back in business, but we do have to buy a new mic for Eric. He's he's running a poor boy mic like I am. I think it's all right. It still works. <laughs> it We're sounds still good. Able you to can get that's it right. Let's do this. Right. Let's get it this week. All right. We'll see you, boys. Peace, boys. See ya.